Happy New Year, everyone. We did it. We made it through the dreaded 2020 year, and we've started over. We started fresh. Welcome into episode four of the Full Court Press podcast. This is our first episode of 2021, and we are so excited about it. In this podcast, Brady and I give you our 2-2-1, which is two games to watch out for, two players and two teams to look out for, and one winner for the week. We also hand out our Player of the Week award for Sumner County. We give you our New Year's resolutions and so much more. So without further ado, let's dive right into Episode 4 of the Full Court Press. All right, Brady, welcome into episode four of the Full Court Press podcast. It's been um, – and we saw 2020 come to an end this past week, and now we're looking ahead to 2021. I'm curious about how – curious to know how uh, your new year went and just, you know, how, how the holiday season went being back home. Yeah, you know, it was great. Um, last time we talked was uh, Christmas Eve, I think, and uh, I told you we didn't have any snow yet. And um, I almost felt bad because after I left – the office where I was recording, uh, it was snowing <laughs> and we had snow the rest of the time, you know, so I had, you know, a good time shoveling the driveway, uh, walking through snow, driving through snow. Um, but Hey, that's Michigan. You know, that's kind of what you sign up for when you're, when you go back up there. Um, but I really enjoyed it, you know, being able to see my mom, my brother, um, a couple, a couple, uh, times I got to saw aunts and cousins, uh, for, for a little bit for, for a day. And I was just really nice being back up there. And, uh, but it's, uh, it's time to get back to basketball. Yeah. It's always nice being around family, isn't it? It kind of feels like you get to rejuvenate your soul a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just that kind of person who, um, really just kind of feels refreshed after uh, those kinds of things. You know, I've always been introverted, but those are the kind of people that, uh, can really help, you know, recharge my batteries. You know, I think we got made, I mean, not even, I mean, what's this, an eighth of an inch? Not even, I'm not even, <laughs> I mean, it was just a few flurries here and there, but it was, it was nice to just kind of see it snow, even if it didn't yeah. stick and even if yeah. it was a lot. So, not quite enough for a snowman with, uh, with your daughter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not yet. And then of course the Titans struggled in the snow uh, in Green Bay. So all in all, not, not a good week there, but, uh, but we're able to bounce back. I got the playoffs. How was uh how was uh Christmas with uh, your daughter and your wife in the, in the new year? Man, it it worked out so great because uh, my wife and I were both on vacation at the same time, so we were really just able to soak up all the moments and all the all the time together. And so, again, for me, refreshing, rejuvenating, just to be able to be around that every day and just you know have your family around and things of that nature. Um, was able to see parents and grandparents and things of that nature so it was all in all it was a really good week off but like you said I was excited to come back to work you know we're a lot we're a lot alike in the sense that we like what we do and uh, Mm -hmm. we were we were looking very much looking forward to to jumping back into this week so that being said let's jump into um, this past week I know you didn't have any games so I'll just kind of talk about the few teams that I had play after Christmas um, which was yeah, so, st- so, the, so the teams that stood out was the JP2 boys. They won the Father Ryan tournament. They beat Beach, and they beat Father Ryan in the championship. Uh, th- that was a really good win for JP2. I-, I don't know if they took it personal, their first loss to Beach, but they played in an epic game that Elijah Hollins had the game-winning shot in to win 65-63. 
Uh, a lot of great performances in that game. And, you know, I kind of joked afterwards on Twitter, even though I was on vacation, like, hey, I know these two schools, these two coaches don't like playing one another. But this is turning into a little bit of a rivalry, at least this year. And so <laughs> we're not going to get that rubber match, unfortunately. At least I don't think we will. But it would be nice to see because those two teams, man, they, play, they played against each other so well. Yeah, those are just two really well-coached basketball teams. Just really a lot of just good talent, you know. Those are those are just a couple teams that um, – you know, my, they're not going to necessarily win every game in the regular season, but that's not the those aren't the kind of teams you want to run into in the postseason. I think they're very similar in that sense. Absolutely, and then and then looking at two other teams, Station Camp Boys going two and zero, beating Page and Columbia Central, and then the Beach Girls placing third at the next level tournament, hosted by CPA beating the Lady Lions in the in the consolation game. So those are those are three teams that kind of play was able to play last week. I know Westmoreland got a big win over Summit in the Summit Classic. Um, but there just wasn't a whole lot of action to go around for Sumner County, uh, much like you after after the Christmas holiday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't. Yeah, like I don't. I just didn't have anything. You know, um, it's, yeah. uh, it's unfortunate that uh, these kids weren't able to play their holiday tournaments. I know um, a lot of schools were actually uh, scheduled for them. Uh, we were supposed to have uh, Rossview playing at. Uh, actually playing station camp at FRA. Uh, we were supposed to see Creekwood versus Rossview, Montgomery Central in Summertown, um, Montgomery Central in Perry County, Clarksville Academy, McEwen, Kenwood, Franklin, just uh, a lot of games that uh, would have been really fun to see. Kenwood was supposed to be going to Murfreesboro um, that uh, unfortunately we just weren't able to get, but uh, these kids are going to be rested. They're probably, they're going to be hungry to get back at it this week. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing um what what it's like for these kids to kind of come back out after missing out on so much basketball all this time that they could have been out on the floor um, and come back and see who's really hungry to kind of take these last two months and really set themselves apart from the rest of the group. Before we dive, before we jump straight into what we're looking forward to this week, because we have a full slate of games. I do want to give my Sumner County player of the week, just because yeah. I, I do have some teams that were able to qualify for that. Absolutely. And the award this week is going to go to Pope John, Pope John Paul II Sr., Sabino Otira. Uh, Sabino dropped 23-12 and 12 in back-to-back games in the Father Ryan tournament, 23 being in that beach win where he shot 71% from the field, 10 for 14. That's, that's, that's remarkable. Yeah. And then he dropped 12 in the championship game, going 5 for 9 against Father Ryan. So Sabino, uh, this week's Sumner County Player of the Week. And remember, sponsors, hey, we're still looking to team up with you guys, so – if you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, this segment, you can do so. You can reach out to either one of us at editor at MainStreetPreps.com. Absolutely. It's a, it's, a, it's a good cause, too. You know, we love giving these kids the recognition they deserve, and um, we feel this is, this is a great way to do it. Um, you know, there's not many podcasts out there like this one dedicated to this area, these two uh, awesome counties with awesome basketball programs. Um, it's, just, it's just so much fun to be able to uh, talk about these kinds of things and yeah. Uh, so sponsors, this is, this is a pretty, this is a pretty special opportunity. If I, if I say so myself, I'm, I'm a little biased, but um, we're looking forward to working with somebody. Yeah. And listen, like you said, I mean, there's football podcasts out there uh, whenever you want to find one from a lot of, a lot of good outlets, but I don't mm-hmm. know any, I don't know any just basketball podcasts in the area. And, and uh, so like you said, a great opportunity for, for a business or multiple businesses, to step up and be associated with high school sports. With that being said, let's jump into to next week. Brady, I've done a lot of talk in the first first few minutes of this podcast, so I'm going to let you kick things off. What are you looking forward to this week? 
Well, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm just looking forward to being back at the basketball courts, you know. Um, that's, I just want to, you know, get that right off the bat is uh, we've, we've gone two weeks now uh, without, without hoops. Um, so first and foremost, I'm just ready to get back at the courts. Um, but we've got some good basketball games this week. Uh, tonight we have uh, – I'll be at uh, Clarksville Academy when they play Joe Burns. Um, I would expect Clarksville Academy uh, would take both of those games, but I've been wrong before, um, believe it or not. Um, but either way, I'm looking forward to that game. Uh, and then uh, District 10 uh, finally gets back going up. Uh, it's been a lot of lot, long time since uh, these teams have played. Uh, tomorrow I'll be at West Creek for actually the first time this season. I'll be seeing uh, them face Northeast, who um, is in a critical spot right now. They've lost a, a couple, a handful of games really in a row with uh, losing to Rossview, losing to Henry County. And West Creek is a team for the boys that they should beat. Um, but the but the way that they have played recently, um, hope we'll see if that time off has allowed them to kind of get their heads right because it's, that's really what it seems like it's been. It's kind of a mental thing. They don't lack talent at all. Um, so we'll see if this break has been good to them. Um, on the girls' side, uh, Rossview kind of in a similar place where uh, they're last year's reigning district champions. They'll be playing Montgomery Central on Tuesday. Again, that's a game I would expect that they'll win just because Montgomery Central isn't really the best team in the district. Um, but uh, similar to Northeast, uh, we'll see how that break treated them if they've been able to get a little more cohesion going with some of these young girls under a good head coach. Um, but then Friday is really where the big games come in. Uh, one game that we'll be talking about here shortly, uh, Beach at Rossview. Um, I think it's pretty obvious why we're both excited for that one. Uh, those are two of the best teams really in the area so far this season, um, really across the mid-state as a whole. Um, and those are two very good basketball programs as well. Uh, uh, sorry, girls basketball programs. Uh, and uh, But the, the, really the marquee matchup, at least in the city, uh, will be on uh, January 8th on Friday uh, between Clarksville and Northeast. Um, those are two boys programs coming into the season that I personally expected to be number one and number two. Um, and those are two very good girls programs as well. Uh, so overall, that's just going to be an awesome day for basketball in the area. How about you? Uh, what do you got coming up this week? Yeah, no, you've got a great slate. Um, first, real quick, you, you mentioned Clarksville Academy, Joe Burns tonight, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think I think Clarksville Academy boys. I haven't seen the girls, so I don't really have as as good of a I guess guess on them. But I think the boys are in a good spot. Although I believe Joe Burns still has one of the Kara boys, uh, who, who seems like a long lineage of of Kara brothers who have come through the Red Devil program. Jaden, I believe, is his first name. He can get a bucket for you. He can score 20. So that'll be someone that, that CA has to watch out for. And the Joe Burns girls, listen, they're, they're, a, they're a state uh, tournament caliber team. They've made it to the sectional round the last couple of years. So that should be a really good matchup for you tonight. They are. That's right. Yeah, Jaden Kara, I was uh, talking to Joel Klinger about him just this week, our Robertson guy. Um, and, yeah, he told me to look out for Jaden. Uh, that's, a, that's a family that's scored a whole lot of buckets for yes, the Joe Burns Yes, they have. That that name goes back all the way to 2015 when I was covering Robertson County um, yeah. for 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 this company. So um, yeah, that 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 actually might be a sneaky good game for you tonight. I, I don't know if you, how much you how much you're I guess expect going into tonight. How, what your expectations are, but that could be a sneaky good game, both girls and boys for you. It could be. I actually saw these these two programs play each other last year, and those were some pretty good games as well. That one was at Joe Burns. Um, and uh, this one tonight will be in Clarksville. 
so Clarksville Academy, uh, their home field or sorry, home court advantage will be a little bit better than some other Montgomery teams because they're still allowing fans in the in the building. Yeah, uh, limited capacity, but uh, fans nonetheless. But uh, yeah, you're right. I think uh, the, um, these programs are looking different from the last time they played, um, and I think it, it it should be a pretty good game. I, I if I if I were betting on it, which obviously. I'm not going to do because that's illegal. <laughs> um, but I, w- I would probably take Clarksville Academy in both. Yeah. But uh, prep, yeah. it, it'll be pretty good games. It'll be yeah, good so look, for me this week, I've got, I've got a really good slate. Um, and, and it starts with tomorrow, JP2 versus Innsworth, I think is where I'm going to end up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you don't – it's not every day five-star point guard, combo guard walks into a gym that's that's – five minutes from your house and you can get yep. to go see, of course, I'm talking about Sky Clark from Innsworth committed to Kentucky had a, his, his list of offers and interest, you name it. That's who, that's who has been interested. That's who mm-hmm. has offered him. So, I mean, I've got to go, got to go see him play. I've got to go see what the hype is all about as just a Absolutely. basketball fan. But on top of that, I get to watch a, a team that I cover in JP two, who also has some firepower of their own. And I want to see how they respond. I mean, I want to see if they can step up to the challenge. If Sam Speck can say, hey, this guy's going to Kentucky. I'm just as good as he is, and, and he ball out and, and, and just have a back and forth in that boys game. So that's one that I'm really, really, really looking forward to. And, of course, I think on Wednesday we've got a little bit of a game that you don't normally see, and that's the Portland boys playing the Gallatin boys because the Portland boys are still under quarantine. So – it's only going to be Gallatin girls, Portland girls tomorrow night, but instead, but also the boys on Wednesday night. And then also on Tuesday, you've got two teams in Station Camp versus Hendersonville that are a lot alike on the girls' side. And I think in that matchup, you can tell a, a lot about both teams because both of those teams are on the backside of the district standings. So uh, there, there should be a little bit of separation come after Tuesday with those two teams. So that's a girls' game that I'm super interested in seeing how it turns out. And on the boys' side, I, I think you would favorite Station Camp over Hendersonville. Um, but Seth Massey runs a type of team and program that you like to just that – you, that you just like to watch because every game it seems like they get a little bit better at something maybe they weren't better at the, than the previous time you saw them. So that's always interesting. And then on Friday, man, you just run down the list. Gallatin, Hendersonville, Station Camp, Mount Juliet – JP2 versus Brentwood Academy, who's undefeated. Uh, Merrill Hyde at lead in a big conference game. Portland versus Wilson Central. Westmoreland versus White House. And then, of course, the big one that affects both of us, mm-hmm. Egypt Rossview. So, man, I'm talk like, about a slate of games. Man, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Tuesday and Friday, I am loaded up. I usually don't have games on Monday or Wednesday or Thursday at the high school level. And, and uh, you know, I do have a, a Wednesday night game with the boys only. But, man. Tuesday and Friday is jam-packed. It's hard choosing where to go each and every night. It totally is, yeah. I mean, and that's just part of what makes this job so much fun, man. You, yeah. At this point right now, with the state that uh, these counties are in with their basketball programs, it's like, I mean, just pick a game out of the hat. You're probably going to be seeing a pretty good game. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. I try to give everyone their, their fair, a fair shake of things. But sometimes, you know, like tomorrow – JP2 versus Innsworth, that's a big that's a big district game, but you've got other mm-hmm. games going on that I mentioned around the county. But it's like, how do I turn down, as someone who's hosted a basketball podcast, how do I turn down the ability to watch a five-star combo guard? Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah, I actually had a very similar uh, situation last season. And this just kind of speaks to the talent in Middle Tennessee right now 
where uh, last year Kane Ridge came and played against Clarksville High, and I had a chance to watch uh, Brandon Miller, yeah. um, another top 20 recruit in the entire country. And these are two guys who play um, in the same area of Tennessee. Um, Middle Tennessee doesn't always produce this kind of crazy elite talent. You know, you think of guys like Alex Poitras um, back uh, earlier in, in last decade, I, sh- I should say, now that we're in 2021. But, um, I mean, just ha- in how many times – do you have – I think I think 24-7 has Brandon Miller as the number 10 recruit and Sky Clark have has the – two of the top 15 recruits in the same area for us to really go see on any night we really want. Um, you, you just don't see that a lot. And it's so much fun, man, just having all this incredible talent uh, in the area. And you're going to be seeing a good one tomorrow, man. Sky Clark can fill that bucket up. Yeah, man, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it, and, and I'd imagine it's going to be a defensive game plan where you, they're not just throwing one guy at him. I to be fair, they they might throw three, four guys at him for mm-hmm. all I know. But you know, obviously, you're going to have to put somebody athletic on him, somebody that can move laterally, um, that can kind of try to stay in front of him. Because I'd imagine he's probably got a pretty good shot, but I but I would think maybe at this level, I haven't seen a play, so I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably better at getting to the rim, so. You know, you got to try to find someone who can try to stay in front of it. That's obviously easier said than done. You don't yeah. get offered and, and commit to Kentucky by having just, you know, regular old moves that, that everybody's doing. It, you know, just um, – so so that should be a, a heck of a lot of fun. So I'm actually really looking forward to that game. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, – I think Russell was at this game earlier this season. He scored like 54 points in a game or something. I mean – that's just that's just ridiculous and to think he can do that uh and on a given day that's that's a Kentucky basketball player right there all right Brady let's dive into our 2-2-1 as as the listeners know it's two games that we're looking forward to seeing uh two players that we're looking forward to seeing and one winner or who one team we think is going to be the winner this week Brady what's your 2-2-1 looking like yeah so um I feel like going with Ross Few versus Beach would be cheating uh so Although it seems like an obvious choice, I'm going to leave that one out uh, for this week. Um, but my boys game that I'm looking forward to most is going to be Clarksville at Northeast. I mentioned it earlier, but uh, these are two teams who um, both lost to Rossview at Rossview uh, on, on back-to-back uh, game days. Uh, both teams have um, arguably the top talent in uh, the city with Northeast having guys like Isaiah Ferrier, Marcus Averhart, Jalen Hooks, and Clarksville having J.J. Wheat, who won district MVP last season as a sophomore and has 1,000 points already after I think he scored it in like his third game of his junior year. Um, That's just – those guys are just incredibly talented. Um, They had some amazing battles last season. They played each other in the district finals. Um, So anytime that these two teams match up, it's going to be a marquee game, and uh, I'm really, really – Really looking forward to seeing that basketball game. Um, on the girls' side, uh, I'm looking at Henry County versus Northwest. Um, this will be uh, Tania Scott. Uh, she's she is the best player in the city uh, on the girls' side, and she's going to be my one player to watch uh, on the girls' side for this week. Um, and uh, and Henry County is a team uh, that's always going to come out to play. Uh, they beat Northeast before the uh, holidays, um, so they've got a little bit of momentum going their way. And uh, they are um, they're, they're always just a challenge for Clarksville teams. You know, I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, how Henry County just wants to beat Clarksville teams. That's just how it is. They're one of the only teams in the district that isn't from Clarksville. It's just them in Springfield and the rest is Clarksville schools. Um, so they want to beat 
these teams every, any chance they get. Um, so that's going to be my one game. Tamia Scott, my one player from there, uh, she has a chance every time she steps on the floor to just absolutely control the ball, the ball game with her post moves, her shooting ability, and her defense with those long, long arms and long body. Um, as far as my one player uh, from on the boys' side, I'm going to go with Ronald Jessamy. I know I wouldn't talk. I said I wouldn't talk about Beach and Rossview as my one game, but my one player is going to come from that game, and that's a uh, big Ron Jessamy. Um, he uh, is the best defender in the city bar none, not even close. Uh, he almost recorded a triple-double with blocks alone. And if he would have scored one more points, one more point, he would have done it against Northeast. He had nine points, 11 rebounds, 11 blocks. Uh, you just Ooh. don't see that. That kid is an absolute monster in the post, and he's only a sophomore, if you can believe that. He is um, just an absolute monster down low. It's, it just seems impossible to score on him. And uh, I know Beach, they like, to, uh, they like to shoot the ball a little bit, and they're going to have to do that uh, against Rossview because they're not going to be able to score in the paint as long as Ron Jesme is on. Um, as far as one winner this week, um, I'm going to go to um, this week's uh, Donaldson Christian at Clarksville Academy basketball game on Thursday, and I'm going to take the Clarksville Academy boys. Very good. A lot to unpack there uh, for you. One of the main things, one of my main takeaways is just is sadness. You want to know why, Brady? Why is that? We mentioned all these great, great, great games that are going to take place. Unfortunately, 90% of people, 95% of people are not going to see them. That yeah. is sad. That, that makes me sad. Clark, you mentioned your game that you're looking forward to on Friday. I mean, think about how packed that gymnasium would be mm-hmm. for that game and how much more fun fans make sports and fans make, especially basketball. You're indoors. Man, when that floor shaking and those oh, bleachers yeah. are rattling, there's nothing greater in that moment and I'm sad for these kids that they're not going to get to experience that absolutely yeah there's just there's some super talented seniors in this class this year in this city and uh, you wish you could send them out with uh, roaring crowds and big basketball games and like you said getting that floor shaking getting the ceiling uh, reverberating a little bit um, and yeah it's, it's just really sad that they won't be able to get that this year but it's better than the alternative, which, of course, is no basketball. 100%. 100% better than the alternative. Listen, drastic times call for drastic measures. That's exactly what we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it, – it, it stinks to see. It stinks to see. But it uh, sounds like you've got a great slate of games. It sounds like you've got a great slate of players to watch this week. Definitely. Um, but as and, far uh, – go yeah, ahead. Let's, let's, get, let's get your 2 one. I was just going to say. Yeah, so I, I alluded to one game earlier, JP2 versus Innsworth boys – Tomorrow, I mean, five-star point guard Sky Clark comes in. I want to see how JP2, Sabino Otira, and, and Sam Specht handle that. I mean, th- that is their two guys. They were named All-Tournament, the Father Ryan Invitational. Uh, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure they were made, named All-Tournament, the Corey, Bris- Corey Brewer Christmas Tournament. Uh, that, that, is, that is their dudes. And so I want to see how they uh, handle that and how they come out in that game. But – you know, you look at another guard like Elijah Hollins, who could also probably draw a little bit of time, Garden Clark. So I'm very interested to see if JP2 comes out swinging or if, if the moment gets too big for them and if they're in awe or if they want to make a name for themselves. So that's one, that's one game that I'm really, really, really looking forward to and, and the other that I alluded to earlier, Station Camp Girls versus Hendersonville Girls. These two teams are on the back end of the district standings and a great chance, chance to separate themselves. Um, I, I don't know 
if Marissa Wirtz is playing for station camp. I know she didn't play, I believe, in their last game. I don't know why she didn't play, but I know she didn't play. Uh, and if she doesn't, if she doesn't suit up, that's, I mean, that's, she can drop 30 at, at any given moment. So, I mean, that, that's a big loss at, at any, at any stretch. And so Hendersonville is improving this year. Uh, they've got different girls that have been able to step up and, and put, put the ball in the basket. So uh, it'll be interesting to see, I think that, that game, because those two teams are so, so, so alike in a lot of ways. Uh, you'll just have a better understanding of who, of who is better, I think, after that game. So those are my two, two teams slash two games that I'm looking forward to. My two players, I mentioned one of them already, Sabino Otira for JP2. Listen, he's going to have a tall task in front of him. He is a very athletic kid. He likes to play on low post, but he can move on that perimeter. And mm-hmm. so that lends me to believe that Charles Wade, the JP2 head coach, is going to try to put Sabino on him, at least first. Maybe, maybe he puts Kylon Williams. Maybe he puts – Elijah Hollins. There's a lot of different guys they, they can throw at him, but I think Sabino has to be that X factor. X factor. Yeah. He has yeah. to be that guy for them. Yeah, and uh, as as a player, as a high school player, um, uh, as good as Sabino is, I think that's uh, going to be a matchup that he is going to get excited for. I don't know what his yeah. what his college prospects are looking like right now. I don't know if what kind of looks he's getting. But if he can go out there and do a good job against one of the top recruits in the country, yep. um, that's something that you put on every film that you're sending to any coach in the country. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's just a huge chance for him to shine. Um, you know, even if he does get cooked on some plays, which I'm sure will happen because, like I said, you're facing one of the best players in, in high school in the entire country. Yep. Um, but if he's got some plays, you know, he can poke the ball loose. He can force a bad shot. He can um, maybe block a shot or two. Um, that's going to look really good on him, and uh, especially if they can get the win. No, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, anytime you're, you're facing off against someone who is highly touted like that, I mean, you're bringing your A game. Yeah. I mean, every day of the week, and I'd imagine, I'd imagine JP two is going to do the same, which is, which is why I think I'm so excited about it. I think you're going to get the best of both teams in that in that game. So that's that's why I'm I'm super excited about that. And my, and my other girl or my other player is a girl, Bree Ellis for Beach. They play Lebanon this week. Mm-hmm. Lebanon is the top team, top dog. In the district, they were a state Final Four team last year. They probably would have won it all had the tournament not got canceled, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. I mean, they are a fantastic squad from top to bottom. I mean, they are so well coached, and they're going to make another run at it this year. But Brie Ellis, she has, to be, she has to be the star for Beach if Beach wants to get to where they want to go this year. She showed earlier this year, dropping 30 on Hendersonville, uh, that how big of a game changer she can be. And I know she missed some games due to some unforeseen circumstances, but now she's back in the lineup and she's a girl who can, who can change things. Is she, does she have enough power to, to will her team to a win against Lebanon? Maybe not, but she's definitely a girl, I think, who, who if she comes out and drops a 20-piece, then they've got themselves a chance. And at the end of the day, you just want to give your team a chance to mm-hmm. win. Yeah, Lebanon just – one of those teams, I think every District 9 and District 10 coach uh, has nightmares about facing. You yeah, know? I mean, uh, I, I got to see them last year when we were hanging out at Springfield High for the regionals and the districts, and uh, they just they just brought it, uh, beat the best teams in District 10 um, pretty handily, man. I mean, that's just, that's just a heck of a program. They play such great defense that just, you know, if you play great defense, especially at the high school level, mm-hmm. man, you're going to win 95% of your games. And they are just tenacious on, on that side of the ball. So, yeah, they, they're a team that, yeah, not only does District 9 have to worry about, but so does District 10. Yeah. And uh, 
my one my one game that I think is is a winner is the game that you refuse to talk about, which is which is <laughs> Beach and Rossview. All right, who you got? Listen, Rock, District. There's a there's a level of confidence that District Ten carries, and, and for 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 good reason. I mean, they are a a very good basketball district, very athletic. They give District Nine problems, uh, but Beach is a problem. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if Rossview has a solution for that. You know, they they have Christian Shaw, who's capable from from anywhere putting up thirty. I mean, you've got a long defense in Andrew Page and Jackson Long. Uh, you got they're athletic, and then you throw in the fact that they're adding Caleb Powell back mm-hmm. to the lineup. A seamless transition. I think that Caleb Powell uh, and Christian Shaw have every all the tools in the tool shed to to come out and dominate a game like this. And I think, like I said. District 9, Beach, they've heard the chatter. Beach got blew out in their first game against Northeast. District 10 is, is, is uh, making that noise. And I think, I think Beach has a very good opportunity in front of them. I think they tell you the same thing, that they have a very good opportunity in front of them. And I think they capitalize and come out on Friday and, and get a big win, big win over Rossview. Yeah, you know, that, that is a bold prediction because, like you said, they, they did lose a, a tough game to Northeast uh, back in November. Um, and that is a team that Rossview was able to come out and blow out. Um, so, and that is their one common opponent. And that would suggest that Rossview does have the upper hand on Beach. Um, but like you said, Beach has had the time to kind of regroup after that. They played over the holiday break. They've, yep. they're, 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 they've stayed warm, you know. Um, yeah. You don't ask any single coach, even if, they're, if it's football, you know. They get a first-round buy or something like we had yeah. a little bit this year um, with COVID. And uh, they say, we don't, we don't want this by, we want to go out and play. You know, the, the worst thing you can have as, as a coach is to sit down. And that's what Rossi has done these past couple of weeks. Um, obviously they'll have a chance to play tomorrow night on, on Tuesday. Um, but they are still going to probably be getting their legs back underneath them. Whereas Beach hasn't had that problem. Um, now I know uh, coach Johnny Jackson for Rossview. Um, he, he follows me on social media. He, he, he hears me when I, uh, when I doubt them. Uh, so maybe for his sake, I can, I can say that beach will win this game and that might fire them up a little bit. <laughs> um, but, uh, if I had to pick, um, this winner, um, I, man, it's so hard to say just because these two teams both have so much going for them. They're so both so good. And I hope we see them play again in the postseason. Um, but this time I'm going to go with the Hawks. That's fine. That's perfect. That's perfectly, perfectly fine. You know, you mentioned, um, a little little side note: You mentioned the buys and football teams not 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 really liking that buy. That's I'm, that's what the Titans did. We we didn't want that. We didn't want the first seed. You know, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't right. want that buy. We we wanted to play every round to show that well, we were a resilient bunch. So uh, just absolutely calculated. Yeah, exactly. Brady, listen. I, I think we've come to the end of the show, but we've got a little bit of time left today. And uh, judge, seeing as this is our first show in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to see, talk to you about, see if you do New Year's resolutions, if you had any resolutions, those sorts of things. A, a good feel-good note, I guess, if you will, to end the show. So do, do you have anything like that? Do you do anything like that? Anything you want to accomplish this year? Yeah, you know, um, I mean, first off, I'm just glad 2020 is behind us. I know it's just the turn of a calendar. Um, but 2020, you know, it's just not a good year. You know, I think we can all agree <laughs> on that. Um, yeah, I'm not usually a resolution kind of guy, but I would like to, you know, um, I just got AirPods for Christmas, so oh. that'll, uh, I know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm rich now. Um, 
but uh, I, I'd like to use those and uh, get on the treadmill a little bit more, work out a little bit more. Um, and I think that this is a good time to do that, you know, with, uh, with the new year coming along. Uh, you know, take, take a little bit better care of myself, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, how about you? You got, you got anything uh, you're looking to do? Well, I'm, I have no plans of exercising more. Um, okay, fair so enough. That's, listen, hey, if I, if, I, if I don't commit to it, then I know I won't fail it. So I'm not go. even going to try. I've, I've fallen off that way. It's been a couple of years since, since I've thought about doing that. That's okay. no more. That's you're in my already, old life. You're already married, man. You don't, you don't have anyone. Yeah. To <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, no, listen, I've got a couple. Um, I got a couple. So um, I don't know if this may shock you or not, but I'm not a huge reader. I don't, I don't, I, I, I just don't, I, I don't, I like, I mean, I'll read. I don't, I, mm-hmm. I have read many books in my life. Um, but I'm, I, I'm not the type of guy that you're just going to be like, you, you come in their house and you know, you see those big book kit, bookshelves and you just <laughs> yeah. the books. That's not me. Um, yeah. so I, my shelves got, are filled with video games. Yeah. So I've got a, I've got a goal this year to, to read 20 books as far as like what I'm looking forward to. I, I really, I'm not going to limit, limit myself. I'll, I'll read it. Of course, reading about sports is always my favorite. That's always my mm-hmm. go-to, but I kind of want to get out of my comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, it's just, I'm just going to go down to the library and, and just, you know, pick out a random book, if you will, just kind of, mm-hmm. kind of choose a number one through 10 and, and, or, or whatever, and just see where that leads me. Um, so, yeah. so I want to read 20 books this year and I want to write 20 feature stories. Okay. Uh, there you go. For, 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 uh, for, for this year. So those are probably my two biggest, biggest, uh, ones that would help, I guess, work wise is read more and write more. Yeah. Well, well, Hey, uh, if you've listened this far into the podcast, uh, let us know by giving Zach a, a book recommendation. How about that? Yeah. We can start a book club. There we go. We can start a book club. So, Perfect. Uh, but anyways, well, Brady, Hey, I think that puts a bow on episode four again, man. Thanks so much for doing this. It's been so much fun. Kind of, kind of knock a little bit of rust off, right? It's been, it's been, a, been about a week or so since we've, since we last, last done this. So nice to kind of get back in in routine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our bones are a little rusty, just like those players will be, but I think, uh, yeah. I, I think we nailed this one. Yeah. So everybody, thanks. Thanks again for listening. Stay tuned for episode five next week, January 11th.